Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be chatting with Kristen Abello about her book, and Life Beyond TBI. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers. Located in Denver, Colorado, Drs. Shane Stubman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years of combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, dysautonomia, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal. Additionally, I've published four other books on the topic of brain injury, and they're all available on Amazon. Additionally, I'm editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine, and you can get your free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com, and you can follow me on, on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. I also invite you to join my private Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Kristen Abello. She is an activist, philanthropist, and writer, and has made it her life's mission to share her story with the world and is passionate about changing the narrative of the TBI community. Although every injury is different, there is a common thread that with faith, prayer, and support, proper healing can take place. Kristen and her, and her husband, Raul, are the parents of two wonderful boys, Jacob and Colin, and they currently reside in the city of Houston, Texas, with their golden retriever, Lucy. Welcome to the podcast, Kristen. I'm so happy to have you here today. Ah, thank you, Amy. That was such a nice introduction. Thank you for having me, and it's such an honor. Oh, well, I am just, I'm so thrilled to have you here. And Kristen, I would love if you would just start by sharing what happened, what your, what your TBI story is. Okay. Well, it goes, yes, my TBI story. Um, it goes back to 2002, and my husband and I left for a training run that morning. I was training for the Marine Corps Marathon in Chicago, and I was on my last training run, so he said he would go with me. And we went outside, did our stretches, and off we started. Um, normal run, probably a mile into it when things drastically changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say 
we turned the corner. We turned we turned right. The sidewalk ended, and we ended up in the median of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, in parentheses, I'm a big advocate of sticking to the sidewalk. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. This this sidewalk happened to end anyway. So we're in the median at the time, and I happened to be on the right side of my husband. The car that turned right as well and came onward, upward behind us, uh, hit me, and I flew about 40 yards and landed on the hood of his car and rolled off. Immediate uh, coma. Uh, well, mm. immediate. Just I was out of it immediately. I do not remember any of this. It is. Um, it has been told to me the same story mm-hmm. over and over again. So that is it. And that was the long story short <laughs> of what happened. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah. so you yeah. mentioned, you mentioned that you really don't remember it basically been told to you. And I hear this, it's, yeah. you know, it's a quite common thing. Um, so you were taken to the hospital. Um, were yeah. you in a coma? Yes. You know, I was, I was in a coma from the impact of the accident. And then they Mm -hmm. also put me in a self-induced coma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how long was was that? um, That was for seven days. I woke up on the seventh day. And had no idea what had just happened. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I lost you. And you woke up and had really no idea what had just happened to you. No, I had no idea what just happened to me at all. Zero idea. I woke up in the hospital, but, of course, I still don't remember that. I only remember the last probably week of being in the hospital. And so, Kristen, you obviously had a brain injury, but did you also have physical injuries on top of that? Yes, I did have a, I had, I had a broken humerus. I had many broken bones, broken humerus, scapula, tailbone, ribs, um, but the feet, my legs, and my legs that carry me, I was fine. They were good to go, but everything on wow. my upper body, upper body and mainly on the right side was mm. affected. Is that where the impact was? Yes, yes. And yeah. I, I must have just landed on my right side because everything was more on my right side. Yeah, yeah. And so, Kristen, how long did your hospital stay end up being? It was probably six weeks, um, but then I went to outpatient physical therapy and the challenge program, the excellent challenge program they have here in Houston at TIER, 
the Institute for Rehabilitation and Research. And when, when and, you left the oh, sorry, hospital, sorry. when you left the hospital, did they, um, so you had outpatient care. And I assume that, was that mostly for your physical injuries or were they working yes, with you that, for your brain injury? Okay, that was all for physical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I did the occupational therapy, physical therapy, um, I did a lot of that four days a week, I would say, after leaving tear rehab in Houston. And and so were you even told that you had a brain injury? Did that come up? You know, I'm sure they to- they told me many <laughs> times. I'm sure they did. Uh, but as as you know, I mean, especially when the accident first happens, you're uh, not comprehending everything. I remember being told that I was hit by a car. Um, I didn't. I didn't quite grasp the intensity of the situation, and I didn't know mm-hmm. why everyone looked so um, just grim. Uh, mopey and just everyone was so serious and I didn't I I couldn't understand what was going on even though I uh, slowly but surely as time went on in the hospital I it came to me that okay something happened (laughs) and you know more something bad really happened (laughs) As time went on, I just understood more and more. And I've been wanting to share my story and give hope to others in the same situation ever since. And I Mm -hmm. finally got to it before COVID. And here we are. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. And, And so tell us a little bit about, excuse me, the process of writing your book. So you, you have a book out called Sunrise, Life After Traumatic yes. Brain Injury, A Mother's Healing Journey and Surviving TBI and Empowering True Story. Um, I have to yes. tell you, I love the book cover. The book cover is powerful. Oh, thank you. Thank with your you. Running, yes. With your running shoes on the road and your um, your marathon number, the bib number, um, I'm like, oh, that's really powerful. Um, so, what was the journey yes. of writing of writing the book? I know people listening, a lot of TBI survivors want to write a book, and they just don't even know how to get started. Um, so, what what kind of got you okay. motivated to do it? Okay, this is such a great question because. Originally, I did not. I mean, I would never have pictured myself as writing a book or being an author, any of that. But I knew that my true calling was to help others out there and just help anybody out there, um, mainly the TBI patients, to give them hope of look what happened and look how it could be because the power of plasticity in our brains is nothing short of amazing. Um, we, yes. I started out, I did not, you know, 
like I told you, I did not want to write. I mean, well, I didn't even think about writing a book. I was thinking straight to the movie. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, this will make a great movie. It was just a talk. But my mentor at the time was, um, told me, she was like, Kristen, you have to write a book first before it even gets to the movie phase. And if that happens. Um, and again, my primary will was just to share my story to uplift others. So that being said, I started the process, you know, and the story obviously was already written for me. God already wrote it um, back in 2002. So I just went based on memory. I just started writing pen to paper and I just started writing, and it all came pouring out, just the story of how everything happened, the before, mm-hmm. during, and after. So that's it. Did that answer your question? Or Yeah, yeah. And And so, you know, what was the process like for you of actually writing the book? I mean, did you, know, you have I a process? Okay, yeah, I didn't, you know, I was writing books was a total new gig for me. So, no, I didn't really have a process initially. But now when I write my second book, I will know exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Um, But mine was, I just put pen to paper and wrote my story. Um, just like I said, before it happened, during, and after. Um, let me think. Uh, I mean, I wrote chapters down. I mean, yeah, I wrote chapters down. I don't have any straight process that I started with. But anyone can do it and everyone can do it. Promise you that. <laughs> Um, if you have a will, so there is a way. Passion, oh, there is a way. And, absolutely. Yes. Um, when your accident happened in 2002, um, did you have your children yet, or did they come after the accident? I had Jacob, my first child, and he was, how old was he? Uh, 18 months. He wasn't two years old. Oh, wow. Yet. Yes, and my parents happened to be in town from Saudi Arabia. They were visiting. My father was working over there at the time. And um, they were babysitting Colin because I would usually run with my running group or run alone. And this particular day, my husband told me he would go with me, and I was happy about it. So we yeah. we had someone to babysit. Jacob and we were out the door the first thing that morning. It was Sunday morning. And my second son came post accident, two years post accident. Two years post accident. Mm-hmm. So you so you yeah. had your hands full in your during your recovery as well with small children. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I wasn't gonna let that get in the way. In my mind I yeah. had my own plan. <laughs> um even though 
I had a doctor tell me, do not get pregnant. Um, my OBGYN referred me to a specialist, a high-risk specialist, and he decided once he interviewed me that there is no reason why I should not get pregnant. So, and in God's will, I got pregnant. <laughs> Wonderful. And now they are what, 21 and 17? Is that what I read? Now you, yeah, you, yeah, that, that was at the time of the book, when the book was released. They are eight, my youngest one is 18, getting ready for college, and my older mm-hmm. one is 22. And, and we have our golden retriever, Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love it. I love kids. it. <laughs> And so, Kristen, for anyone who is interested in your book, um, I do have a clickable link in the show notes to purchase it on Amazon. Um, and then oh, they can God. also visit you. your web your website, correct, KristenAbello.com. Am I yes, saying your last it. name correctly? Yes, it's, it's Abello, but if you're in Europe or in Spain, it's Abello. <laughs> ah. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> KristenAbello.com. Great. And like I said, we have those all linked in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, um, you should be able to click through on those links to find Kristen's website and her book on Amazon. Um, you know, what, what final parting words of wisdom do you have for our listeners, for someone who's maybe, you know, really early in their journey Mm -hmm. and they're listening? Yes. Okay. If it's really early in their journey, geez, um, just everything the doctors tell you, follow what they say, do every piece of physical therapy, occupational therapy, Um, In my journal, I have do the equine therapy, do music therapy. There's so many different helpful therapies out there today compared to 2002. Um, I would definitely say listen to your doctors, do all the therapy you can do, have a positive attitude, make sure you are saying your prayers, whatever your belief system may be. Um, Make sure you're putting meditation and yoga in. Just a healthy lifestyle. Taking care of you is priority and your caretakers as well. But if, as for the victim or the individual who is going Mm -hmm. through it, take care of you first. Because the only way anybody else is better around you is if you yourself is improving. And my prayers go out to all of those patients and anyone who wants to reach out. I am more than happy to speak with them or talk with them or meet them if they're in Houston or anywhere. (laughs) But I'm a big advocate and a big proponent on helping in this kind of situation. Well, Hopefully Kristen, 
Yes, thank you so much for being here today. It has been a pleasure talking with you, and I wish you so much success with your book. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I am happy to meet you. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, and thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just another big thank you to our sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. You can schedule your free consultation at integratedbraincenters.com. And you can find previous podcast episodes. We have over 230 episodes. Um, You can find those on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes, or go directly to facesoftbi.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And also don't forget to join Amy's TBI Tribe on Facebook. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it for just $5 a month with a Patreon membership. That's patreon.com slash Amy Zellmer. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for being a part of my journey. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.